0: Watch. You want to start over? Let's
1: start over. Let's start. Oh, I haven't right. even started my time. Sean, do you? Eddie, do this you sound like, like that
0: pro- Michael Machine guy <sighs> commercial. <laughs>
2: yeah, motherfuckers. Okay, ready. <clears throat> Welcome to another special TV episode of Three and a Half. Gentlemen, the podcast, where three of the four hosts provide a refined and intellectual analysis of movies from our private collections, while well, one of us tries desperately to keep up. Ed, we'll let you know which host is which, but for now, my name is Sean, and with me, as always, are my Co family snapping its way through the episode, Jeremiah.
0: But thou goes, yo. Eddie. Nightshades.
3: (laughs) And Brandon. You rang. That was a good one, Brandon. That was a really good one. Brandon. (laughs) Nice. All right. So before we dive into season four of our podcast in January with many more of our favorite films, We'll be finishing off this challenge of the year by taking a look at one of the hottest TV shows of the year so far ending out the year. Jeremiah.
0: As we as with every review we give, our goal is to answer one simple question. How many drinks does it take to get through the film or, in this case, the show that we just watched? Now, at the end of the podcast, we'll rate each episode based on a scale of 0 to 5. With 0 being a perfect film or episode... That you could watch Stone Cold Sober and Five being sort of the show that makes you accidentally stone yourself while coming out of the shower, causing you to miss out on your date with your new crush. Oh, don't go oh, all wolf out.
2: Bats.
0: It was Axl uh, Rose. Yeah. Uh, well, I think it's, is it, is it, it's Ajax. Is that Axl Rose? Uh, <laughs>
2: with that, uh, what do we have uh, scurrying its way across the floorboards this evening, uh, gentlemen? Well,
1: tonight we have the newest Netflix phenomenon, Wednesday, which continues to make waves as being one of the most watched TV shows of the year. This season follows Wednesday Adams as she settles into life at the prestigious Nevermore, a boarding school for the outcasts of society, which includes vampires, werewolves, and sirens. There she stumbles into a murder mystery involving students from the school and members of Jericho, the neighboring town full of normies. The season has an IMDb score of 8.4 and an average critic score of 72% and an audience score of 87% on Rotten Tomatoes. Muggles.
2: Muggles. Very much muggles. (laughs) All right. So uh, episode three, I think, is where we're at, gentlemen. Let's let's discuss a little bit uh, the plot and then dive into some of our favorite spots and so on, because what I thought was interesting is, uh, so they're tucked away, trying to hide all these, uh, these, these children with these gifts. And what is the first thing that they do on, like, like the? Th- I mean, we're talking about the third episode, right? They reintroduce them mm-hmm. into society in the little town of Jericho, which seems to be a little bit backwards in like an outreach day.
0: Well, yeah, yes this-
2: yep.
1: but they're not, they're not like hiding. I, I think that the, the everybody understands these are. You Know the quote unquote freaks, outcasts, weirdos of society. So, I don't think it's necessarily hiding. I think that Jericho very, very much knows that there are. So, are we
2: supposed to live you know, in a, are are we are we presupposing that there is a uh a knowledge of the uh uh oh, yeah, creatures that come from Nevermore Academy in regular society? Yeah,
0: yeah, I That's don't think that they think right of the them show, as yeah. Just
2: freaks, yeah.
0: I just want to know uh, Brandon uh, do you live close to Pilgrim World and can we go and visit and shit like that because you know, it looks fucking fun and you. scary I'm a couple well, hours a I year. wanted to do <laughs> one
2: thing I wanted to do one thing with pilgrims I wanted to go see the fucking <laughs> the I wanted to go see the the rock the um you can't uh, even remember the shit no, I can't No uh, it's uh, Mayflower Plymouth. Plymouth Plymouth Rock in Boston yeah. and we, we, you know, we went to Dunkin Donuts five times but we didn't get to fucking go to Plymouth Rock <laughs> nothing so wrong with kids, man. That's some bullshit. Is Let us that, man let's schedule bullshit. a trip
1: let's schedule a trip to Salem that's all I'm saying the four of us could do saw Salem
2: Taylor Swift's house but I couldn't see my fucking
0: Plymouth you saw house. Taylor Swift's Whoa, house
2: Amanda took us all through Rhode Island and through Connecticut it was the coolest freaking day in the world Amanda shout out to you because that was you made that day so yes. cool let's yeah, do dude, salem house.
0: wait can we start off with like the beginning of the episode where she gets abducted and she's like so fucking disappointed that it was her classmates That's and not right. really a serial killer yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. well so i love when fun she's like I already, she I already already the the,
1: the 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 rope <laughs> off yeah that was badass the rope yeah
2: well, yeah, and, and, and let's, let's, okay. So, yeah. So let's, let's, let's kind of get into that because I think that this is, this is where the show started to take off for me. It yeah. wasn't just finding the nightshades. It wasn't finding uh-huh. the, the secret the secret society it was the way that she reacted to it like basically a normal person you know if any of the four of us would have been kidnapped and brought before a secret society we have one of two reactors i would be scared shitless or in my case i think i'd be super excited that they actually exist and i want to be part of it um her (laughs) reaction is you guys suck like it's not even a good secret society like i got in here on my own i've already (laughs) done my my bonds. you know you,
3: you give kidnapping yeah, a bad name. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I said that in the other take. But it's funny because she has this like she was so into it. She's like, hell yeah, yeah, this is about time. I was waiting for this shit. <laughs> and then she's like, it, instantly she was able to capture. I think she was able to just see. Uh, I think I don't know is the uh, what is that the eyes wide shut mask. So she instantly put two two together. With When she saw the, what's her name? Who changes? Bianca. Bianca, yeah. Yeah. So she's like, I know it's you, Bianca. And uh, it it kills Bianca right away. And she got like, she untied her hands. And she's like, I don't want any part of this dance with fake society that you guys are all soft as fuck. And like, get me the hell out of here. I want to find the real wolfman killer uh, villain out here. Um, it, it, It made me like Wednesday a little bit more. Like that whole scene of she's like, I don't want part of this stupid little Mickey Mouse club.
0: I'm with you and Sean about this. Like you're saying, like you know, this is where it kind of just like it. The show is finding itself, and you're actually going with Wednesday. And I think it's just like it. It, it shows that it is she's making this role iconic for her as well as this uh, series. What do you guys she think?
1: Is. Well, what, one one thing, I, I, oh, no, Sean, you go.
2: Yeah, go. Well, I was just gonna say, I think what she's doing is they they've built off of the history of the Adams family. It's taken them two and a half episodes, two two episodes, really, to to differentiate herself. And then all of a sudden, it's a Nancy Drew meets yeah. fucking like uh like gothic um i don't know it, it just to me the show took a turn right here when you started to find the history of nevermore you find the history of what her parents did before her there and then all of a sudden you have that fucking great cello scene at the end this show is like a conglomeration of everything you want her to do like that you're i don't know it to me it's empowerment that that's uh, a bad word to use but it's it's you have a character who is an outcast, even among outcasts, and she is so fucking cool that everyone wants to kind of be she her. She is cool. So yeah. I, I no, just, it's, it's
1: yeah. Cool. no, one of the things that I think uh, that this show could fall into is just kind of a one-trick pony kind of deal where it's just all about you know the, the odd duck out and Wednesday's the odd duck out. But what I've seen so far through f- – four episodes is that they play that, but they don't beat the dead horse, right? That there's, there's always something new that she's learning either about herself or about the people around her. Like, I mean, just think about it. It can get really old. It's kind of that same old, like buddy, buddy cop movie that it, it kind of could be just played over and over to the point where it's exhausted. But I mean, everything about Wednesday as a character, and I, I attribute it completely to, to Ortega as, in as her acting um, is fresh and it's new and everything she does strange it just has a, cu- a fun quirk to it you know there's just there's just something special about but her also character.
2: situations you also have situations that are exemplifying her character <laughs> yes. the fact that she trades places with the female werewolf so that he she could be with Ajax in the weird shop but then she could go and do some other stuff mm. she's expanding her relationship with her therapist she's also kind of you get the inkling of falling in love you know or or whatever that version is for her at the you know the coffee shop you've got a bunch of different kind of things going on in the show, mm-hmm. and then you have the core which is her investigation into the pilgrims and into you know whatever she's trying she's trying to investigate them the murders basically yeah.
0: What's really cool about this episode is that you're kind of given more of understanding, like there's something going down between the town of Jericho and the school of Nevermore. There's something happening between both each other. And she's caught in the middle of this. And you're as an audience, you're actually kind of watching this unfold and everything as she Mm -hmm. is kind of figuring out the clues and finding out who she can, she can trust and not trust and whatnot and trying to actually avoid a a love triangle at the same time. But one of the, uh, one of the other things real
1: real quick though, one of the other things that I think that they do brilliantly um, throughout, you know, these four episodes so far is that they bring in, you know, these, these crazy uh, psychotic, I don't know, flashback moments that she's able to tap into with ESP. And so, you know, I want to talk about the, uh, the meeting house scene. Uh, Because that to me is an intense scene. Uh, You know, it's a scene that we've seen in other movies and and shows before, but at the same time, the way they do that with kind of showing us the evilness of that society. And then, you know, it's kind of that thing of what makes the monster. Well, the monster isn't really a monster until society makes it. Right.
2: Well, and there's nothing as, as good as a ruthless villain who's yeah. doing things in the name of justice that yeah. like my favorite villains are the ones that are ideologically convinced that they are in the right. Those are the ones that are the most terrifying. Those are the ones that are the most unpredictable. And, and like, I mean, as much as we, we, we joke about comic book movies, there is no greater villain than the Joker. And because the Joker has one, one rule. Which is there are no rules, and and so when you have someone like this, you know, emerge as the villain. It's a I love religious villains, a pious, uh, religious, you know, basically oh, leader. Like,
0: yeah, like the mist that one woman that just pretty much like literally changed the whole people inside the fucking like you know uh, a, a supermarket. Story, yeah. You know, just used it like the religion as right. you know as a power. That's spooky.
2: Yeah. And it's like he's wielding religion, something that is, you know, is compassionate and wonderful in a way that is evil and vindictive. That, to me, is very compelling on screen. It always is. When you have, you know, cult leaders, when you have religious zealots and these type of things. And and this is no different. He's using the concept of religion to basically burn. I know. (laughs) I mean, a, a warehouse full of people. And that. When when her mother when I can't remember her the name of the of the of the, of the Goody Adam it's, it's CC Goody Goody, um you know when her mother says leave you know you've got to be the only one basically that gets out of here because everyone else is chained to the floor, um you've you've got this setup you you see the setup for the rest of the series which is good versus evil. Ancestor versus ancestor, history repeating itself, so on and so forth. And that's, ex- that's an exciting twist to a, a story that already had a couple of layers on it. Eddie, go ahead. Sorry.
3: Well, it's exactly what you're saying. It's good versus evil, but then it's also flip. So you think, you know, the evil that everyone thinks is evil is not really evil. They're the good guys, or they've been labeled evil this whole time. And then the good guys yeah. are actually the evil ones. And the whole town is built on lies. And this is what Wednesday's tapping into into the whole town, and she's seeing the lies, and she wants to expose the lies. And then she catches, you start seeing that she's catching like the mayor and like little people here and there, the mayor, and then I think the principal of the, the Nevermore. Everyone's like in in on this a little bit with shady crap. And then she's trying to solve this killer, you know, with the sheriff at the same time, which I don't fully trust the sheriff at the time. So I feel like he's he's out to just get anyone at Nevermore. And he doesn't like the Adams family. You already know that. Um, So it's and then not to mention, I like the whole day at the Jericho. Like, like it's a a work day, so everyone gets to work at the day. Like, I thought that was kind of funny. It was a cool little aspect. It made me this episode made me think of the movie a little bit more. It it made me think of the Adams Family movie a little bit more of the whole pilgrim idea. Um, And it just like it was cool little aspect that they brought. Like, oh, let's have a. Uh, bring bring kids to work in the in the streets of Jericho yeah. in the school, Jeremy.
0: You know it's so funny you say that because I actually thought this episode was like one of the funniest episodes of uh, of like of all of the episodes. Like it's just naturally funny. We're putting like Wednesday Adams into this situation in this pilgrim role and just watch her try to like you know understand like you know this concept of what's happening out there. But in the meantime, what I really like about this episode is that Wednesday is also finding out that everybody in this episode has some dark past or is, like has some type of thing that she's questioning about every single type of character, which I'm really enjoying that shit because you're seeing it, especially at the end. I don't mean to get into the end when they do that uh um that cello uh, reversion of uh uh Metallica's oh, it's Nothing Else Matters. Yeah fucking great scene
1: is brilliant. Was that apocalyptica it's
0: apocalyptica
1: their whole get album the fuck out of here. their whole album yeah, on shit. Metallica okay. is fucking amazing. So just go listen
0: to it. That's fucking cool. I yeah. did not know that. I did not know that. Fuck. But I just love how, like, at the end of the episode, you're, like, questioning every single per- person's motive. Someone who who's has their dark past... And what are we gonna go with the next episode? I like that yes. show a lot. I
2: don't know if anyone, if anyone out there, you know, has read a Julie Christie novel. They're old, and they're, you know. A lot of, not, not Agatha yeah. Christie, I and mean, that's not true. Agatha Christie's, I, I forced Brandon to watch or to listen or to read, um, and then there were none, which yes. is one of her better, better which is uh, fucking amazing. Poro. but yeah. well, yeah, but uh, her Hercule her Poirot books are are notorious for leading you down a path and then you know at the end of the chapter revealing that he suspects the person that you were sure was completely exonerated and i feel like this show you know it, it it constantly throws into question who the villain is you know you you get a you it's. I remember watching Harry Potter for the first time, and Snape felt evil all the time. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, he started to not feel as evil. I don't feel that with any of the characters here. They flip flop episode to episode. I don't. I don't know if. Easy um, Yeah, I don't know if the the headmist headmistress of Nevermore is good bad protecting the students protecting a legacy protecting the school i don't know what the fuck she's doing and that to me is very effective but
1: but i think that it goes beyond that because i think that even the adults don't know what's going on with it I, i think that that's the whole thing is that this is a classic mystery story because everybody's in the dark right i mean i know that some of us sean uh have watched ahead but to me like you said every single episode I'm expecting something different. In my notes, as I'm watching this, I literally have four different people saying the monster is – Right? I say the monster is Tyler. The well, like,
2: and, is, and what do you do? Is, but what do you do when you when you read a book or when you watch a movie or when you watch a show? You will you naturally eliminate suspects oh, yeah. and start yeah. paring down who could be. Right. And it feels like this episode makes you reevaluate, and most right. of the
3: show makes you reevaluate constantly
2: who the fuck the villains are.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you, you keep singing Xavier and Tyler, Xavier and Tyler, and you're thinking like it's, it has to be one of these dumbasses, right? It, but go ahead, Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not dumb. I'm not dumb. If
0: you guys watch and finish the whole series, which I have, and I think and Sean has as well, um, you watch this episode. It's kind of fucking crazy how they were actually putting clues of what you know what you're going to possibly be expecting going down the road. Which I was like, holy do shit! It. No, don't get me wrong. Once you guys watch it, you'll see it regarding yeah, some to of us, the shit buddy. you know that you saw you know and it's just pretty dope man like i like when the episodes and series do that where they if you watch it over again you see a whole different series and you see a whole different show yeah. or a whole different movie i love shit like that
2: well i i mean i love well, i love rewatching things especially when you know who especially mysteries when you know who the villain is i mean i love rereading books like that and and you do see that there's a, a litany of of obvious things that happen throughout the course yeah. of, the, AKA of the story stranger,
3: stranger things like stranger things I mean
2: how many how many how many obvious things happen in stranger things where obviously Vecna was the villain obviously he was Jamie Campbell Bauer, obviously you know it's what? just like
1: uh, Oh my god.
2: Huh? <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah. Anyway. Um, no but you you're right uh, you're so, right it's so fun to look back and it really is but with this like we said this show just keeps you on your toes and i think that this is a vast improvement for the from the first two episodes uh in episode 3 you have Agreed. you you do have a character development uh uh jump leap and you have a story leap and I think that yeah. both of those contribute to the, the overall quality of the show.
1: Well, I think that what you have in, in three is that you have really—I mean, I wouldn't say it's a—it's char- a story leap as much as it's a connection. It's, it's connecting. Okay, so we introduced in one and two. Here's our characters. Here's the players. Now, here's the motive. Here's what's happening. Now it's not just there's a monster in the woods. Now it's there's a monster in the woods who might be good, that might be bad, but there's also bad blood between these people, and there's history in the in the nevermore. And so what you're seeing is that it's—it's no. really—it's it, to me it's it's,
0: it's a connector. It's it's one of those kind of bridges. But yeah, what you're saying, Brandon, I, I totally agree. But what's really cool about it is that this one is actually showing that, you know, deep and down, and I know this is cliche, everyone's a monster in one yeah. way or another and whatnot. You, you see that at the end of the episode. Well, and the definition of going. a
2: monster has to change, right? So what, what your definition of a monster is is not necessarily accurate. And I think that's that's also yeah. the question or the, the point that it makes. But uh, to your point. Uh, Brandon. You know th- this did not have a story leap. It establishes something exactly. that's very important. Yeah. It establishes a relationship between Goody Adams and Wednesday Adams. It, it establishes a history in the town. Mm-hmm. It establishes a main villain in in the um uh, you know in in the in crackstone mm-hmm. even if he's not physical even if he's you know if, if he's not there he's still the his spirit is corrupting the town because they're building statues to this man who was clearly evil yeah. so yeah. you you get this idea that that just because it's you know, has a facade of goodness the pilgrims have a facade of goodness there's something evil down deep and it's rotten at the core yeah and i think that's what's I think that's so interesting as a juxtaposition. Ju- I can never say that word ju- juxtaposition
1: juxtaposition. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So you have hmm. Jericho, which on its face is this beautiful little town full of intricate, cool shops and normal people living their lives. That is you know, prospectively good. And then you've got, Nevermore Academy full of werewolves and witches and, and, you know, weird creatures, prospectively bad. And it's the town that's rotten to the core and Nevermore Academy. That's kind of a good place like protecting kids. So it's just, it's just a different, I like, I like the way that that's, that's moving on.
0: Yeah. Well, let's go to like episode four now because I actually like how like it goes to Wednesday being a detective and she's actually just like trying to figure out what happened to that guy in the woods, you know, that homeless man. Oh, the best part is at shit. the
1: morgue. That the morgue scene is just one of the best yeah. scenes of the she entire show. In
3: rain. Yeah. Right, right? What's up? She uh, she waits up in rain in the end of episode three, doesn't she? Like it's like rain. No, no,
0: no. She wakes up in rain, and then she goes back and performs her final, like, you know, uh, cello performance and blows up the fucking statue, which is a pretty funny scene, by the way. Hey, did you not
3: feel like that's uh, Oogity Boogity, Uh, a little bit with that whole vibe of, like, the the pilgrim? You remember that movie, Jeremy?
0: Oh, you mean uh, mean, uh, uh, Boogity, Bride of Boogity? boogity. Yeah, bro. Yeah, it does have that fucking weird vibe. And that movie used to scare me. It still scares me.
2: So so let's talk about the more the morgue scene because yeah. there's a couple of scenes that I thought were very Adams family and I this this actually finishing this show has forced me to go back and watch the original Adams Family show, a movie, and the Adams Family Values, which I thought were directed by Tim Burton. They were directed by Barry Sonnefeld, but that doesn't matter. Um they were interesting and then the second one was much better um than the first. The second but, one is
0: better. Yeah. Uh,
2: the dark humor that Angelica Houston had in the first in the sh- in the movies, I feel like Wednesday is embracing so significantly um, in in this when she's stay- sitting in the morgue in the in the um, tray yeah. and and, oh, yeah. th- and thing and thing opens it and she goes five more minutes, please. Oh, I I just uh, she likes part.
0: to pretend that she's dead. Yeah, that is so she, fucking she funny, man. Of like and that's death. so out of the family.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, one of the things that uh, I was sad about, we might as well jump here, is Eugene. I think that they they really created a good character here, but it kind of gives the thing of nobody's safe. And I think that's a really, exactly. really yeah. good thing for this, for this kind of show uh, that, you know, we can't really kind of say, oh, well, this is a, a main character, so uh, it's going to be OK. But what I did like is I like the relationship that established between Wednesday and Eugene. And you see Wednesday – for really, I think, probably the first time ever, say, I have a friend, right? Eugene was that friend. And I think that that's a really interesting thing in development for the character in this show or in this uh, episode.
0: It's interesting to see that how she connects to Eugene because she feels like, in a way, that's Pugsley in a way, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. He's the one getting picked on, and he has she has to come to the save him and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But it's really interesting how it goes into that and then her actually, you know, trying to somehow not be a part of this whole raven dance thing that's going to be happening which is like the main topic of the uh episode and everything like that
2: so and and i do love the episode don't get me wrong but i thought the uh the the, the downfall not the downfall but one of the negatives about this episode was who she ended up going with was very convoluted and it, it wasn't quite like i don't think they handled it well because I was under the impression – well, I was in the impression she was going with Eugene, and then all of a sudden she ends no, up going she, with – She was, gonna go she was going to go into the woods with Xavier. With
3: no, she was she going – I'm going sorry. She was Xavier.
2: Xavier. Yeah. And then yeah. she was going to go with Eugene. Yeah. yeah. And then – Eugene Th- to the woods. Invited – Yeah. Other dipshit in the love triangle. Well, well, because Xavier got Tyler. pissed.
1: But, but Xavier got pissed and basically broke it off which mm-hmm. caused him to feel regretful for not going with Wednesday but he was the one that broke it off and then thing was but the one that But then he invited invited went
2: Tyler. with Bianca. He went he with yeah. Bian- that's Bianca that's and I'm like Bianca is is the queen bee of the school what the fuck is she doing not having a date to the raven like because
1: she's, she's pining seem-
3: after Xavier. She wants him and so bad. She, she puts all her apples on Xavier like that's and that's her boyfriend so she's that's Typical she thinks she can get drama. him back,
1: and plus she's a siren, right? That's, she she that's heard she's all that. That's the script for she's
3: all that
0: yeah and you got yeah, it is a script from she's all bad but you also got to think that Wednesday is not just actually going she's actually using everyone as a stepping stone to find out what's going on what's uh, who's the uh, killer and whatnot so she figures out if someone's going to be at the dance or something like that she's going to go so she uses Xavier or she uses Tyler she feels bad that she made a promise to Eugene to go out to the woods mm-hmm. to explore to that cave part but there is a little like you know uh, uh uh curiosity that she has with this uh boy Tyler and shit like that you know and then she let it fly on the, on the dance floor and shit, man. Which is pretty. Uh, yeah. Let's go ahead and say it, man.
3: It's pretty fucking it was, legendary. It
0: was
1: iconic,
3: man. Yeah. Like oh, the, the costume! Like her, her costume was on point, and everyone was in white, and she shows up in the Wednesday black fashion, black. Yeah. Like, and just the whole idea of coming in, and it, it's it was cool. Like, it was a whole idea, and then you get a little bit more of Tyler in there of knowing why everyone, well, why Xavier doesn't like Tyler, which I was hoping that they get into that um brandon do you like the dance so
1: yes jerry you take it and i'll go
0: Uh, i think the dance was legendary when i was watching this with hannah i was just like this is gonna be fucking famous like and i knew within a matter of a day or something like that it was fucking viral and whatnot that's one of those things that you just know that changes the show not in a good way or a bad way. It just it just puts it on another level where it's going to be a pop culture thing, and that's what just happened right there. I mean, she's all like psychotic and just crazy and just quirky and whatnot. And but it's her it's straight face perfectly. that she does. Right, she does yeah. it with such
1: a straight face. And Jenna Ortega, she, it's, she, it's, she choreographed. Uh, I don't think it's she choreographed it. She yeah. she performed it. She had such command yeah, of that of that room.
3: Right. And, and I think it was brilliant. She studied two other other genres, other years of dancing. Like she was into the nineteen eighties goth the dancing, goth, yeah, the goth era. Like she studied the dancing moves. You had Pulp fitching in there. You had uh, the goth era. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: I just don't think it's. I don't. I don't think it's limited to this concept of her straight face. I think that it is a ultimate dedication to her character and the buying in that she has become her character. Um, because she doesn't always have a straight face she has this little stupid smirk that comes through every time she knows that she's done something that's wednesday-esque she's got this smirk and it's just fucking perfect and yeah. i'm telling you right now I, I i jenny ortega is is you know arnold played terminator with a straight face this is a buy-in of a character that she's created that has nuances and subtleties in her, in the way she moves, and everything is deliberate. And I think that I think that if if you were going to take an acting class, this is where anyone you know in their nineteen twenty, this is what it looks like to be completely committed and bought into a role that isn't an Academy Award winning role. It's not a drama role. This is com- complete commitment to something that's uh, uh, is amazing.
0: Yeah. So I'm gonna piggyback on that. What I read about that scene is that, uh, Tim Burton pretty much, uh, told Tyler, the actor, just like, you know, just dance. He did not provide any information to Tyler that what, uh, like what Jenna was going to do with his character was how she was going to dance. And so his reaction in a lot of ways is fucking like, you know, spot on. Like, like it's so organic because you're like, what the fuck it is. And he, he pretty much before he, that whole shot was taken, he just says, just go with it and deal with it that was it and it's still so fucking done perfectly on that uh, so, on that scene so
3: you, there's interviews afterwards with Jen, uh, jenna ortega of like with the whole cast and the whole cast pretty much like complimenting her like this is like the best scene of the whole yeah series or at least episode three and like up until then this this was this has became the best episode or the best scene and it made you can see like her eyes really light up. Like, really? Like you guys think so? Like, yeah. Like we had no idea what, how like this whole dance was legit. And she's like, I like studied and I like, I made this up within like, I choreographed my whole stuff. I made up like within the past week. And it was just amazing that she did that kind of like on the fly. She didn't have help. Like she did this. It was so authentic Uh, And then also that you started seeing that's the the
2: word. That's the word. That's the fucking word. It's authentic. It's not contrived. It's, it's authentic to the character and to her. And that's to me, uh, sorry to interrupt you, Ed, but But you you just hit the nail on the fucking head in order to, to sell, Such a fantastical world and such a fantastical character. You have to have an authentic portrayal. The reason Lord of the Rings worked is because you had a dwarf and elf and a man who was authentic (laughs) to their character. I don't mean to bring that up, but uh, this this is Wednesday Adams. She is authentic. This is the way fucking Wednesday Adams would dance. This is the way she would respond to questions. This is, you know, it's just natural.
3: Yes, it oh, is. Sorry, Ed. Oh, no. And, and you see all the way – she did – she stole some moves from the show. Or I think from the original show back in the day you saw her – how she moved her feet. She was the stealing – The steps, yeah. She, she did some homework here. It was beautiful to see this. And then you got to see some of her classmates, they started dancing with her. Like she is yeah. the it girl without even trying to be the it girl. She starts to get this little reputation. And it's cool to see that in a little different light of like – she starts to get like a little – uh a little swag to her step okay so
1: i I, I want to i want to ask you guys that because that is one thing that's really one of the only things that i have critical to say about these two episodes is that her development of emotion and i know that we're talking about like minuscule emotion but her development of emotion her her just having any emotion really kind of made me frustrated because i want wednesday to be this blank slate sean i get what you're saying I, i do that she's taking pride and joy in this but at the same time
2: to me that i don't know if that's the the wednesday that um you know the original well, the OG wednesday, wednesday is not emotionless so wednesday, wednesday oh no 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 wednesday has has visceral reactions to the macabre she enjoys the macabre she yeah. enjoys she has deep appreciation for things that are just not what we expect so when she shows emotion it's a it's pleasure or disdain at things that we would we would find pleasure in it. But it's or reserved. Just staying in.
1: But it's so reserved. That's the it thing. It is reserved. You know? And that's the
2: thing I just that gets me. Uh, Jeremiah. Yeah. And, and I will say, next episode has some great moments of that. But go ahead. Okay. Jeremiah, sorry.
0: Well, you see it in the very most... Part of the last episode of uh, when it gets all Carrie and it pays the homage to you, Carrie and everything like yes. that, where you know they use the whole uh, uh, oh, uh, no. blood or paint, She's smiling. and everyone's she just white right? and she's smiling. <laughs> this is the first time you see her smile oh, in the series, and it's just like where everyone is like all disgusted and horrified. This is her moment. She, she loves this shit. She licks herself. And licks she it. realizes they like oh. couldn't even give me couldn't even get is, pig blood. Uh,
2: yeah, The the disappointed. Her utter dis. There's a couple of like like I'm saying disdain. There's an utter disappointments in certain things. Like oh, you couldn't even capture me correctly. Like oh, you couldn't even have bound my arms correctly. Oh, you couldn't even use pig's blood. How do you you know? It's like this shit is. It's she takes she takes pleasure in things that we would, we are grossed out by or, or are upset by. And then is she has disdain for things that we would ordinarily think are good and and pleasurable. So I, I think that, I think that she is emotional to a point, but I do think it's reserved. Yeah. Um, I will say, you know, in the next episode, episode five, um, you know, when it's more parent centric, there's a little bit more emotion there. I think, um, and I, I, it does pay off in a big way. So uh, okay. and you get to see some of the other family.
0: And you got to understand, like, what the creators thought about doing the spinoff of Wednesday is that they said, like, you know, she usually sees everything in black and white, but she's in a gray world and she's beginning introduced into a gray world. And this is what you're actually seeing yeah. where she's getting away from what she's normally like. And you're seeing how she is able to uh, come to understanding of what she's experiencing. You know, it is a coming of an age story when you think about it. So, um, but she's fucking killing it, man. And there was so much tongue
2: in cheek in the original Adams Family movies. I I I didn't go back and watch the show, but you know, in second one specifically, they're they're trying to kill the baby. Basically, they're 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 not happy (laughs) that there's a third Adams child, and it's so macabre and so terrible and at the same time it's shocking and and hilarious and i think that this show took that that perfect tone the pacing the tone of the show is phenomenal and and i didn't think that in the episode one and two but two and or three and four really re- refined and and made that pretty magnificent
3: the way i see uh wednesday in this it made me I mean, I always from the movies. I always thought Christina Ritchie did it really. She had the best puns, and she had this little smirk always. And I, yeah, I, I see where you're getting at, Brandon, uh, with what you're saying. But I feel like Jenna Ortega, how she's playing her character, she makes you feel like she's uh, the way she sees beauty is in death, right? She sees yeah. beauty in death a lot, and you, you see the idea that she she enjoys that. She's like, damn, I thought I was gonna die, or she she says all well, the things use real pig blood here and there like she just has this beauty she the way she sees the her, her lens is she likes to experience death she wants to stay within that uh, realm she's very dark but then she's she has she starts to open up i mean you you start to see a little different side of her uh, at this dance that I think it was a little bit different than most Wednesdays that I also thought, which yeah. I, I don't think it was bad but I think, um, I see what you're getting that with it's, it, it stepped it's out of the, the Wednesday right? that we're aware, yes, it yeah. is different but she's, yeah, I think not she milled really different she oh I do too, and the that's day. the yeah.
1: thing yeah, that's the thing
0: but when you guys are talking about what he's saying like you know it does have like an Addams family you know i mean come on both addams family 71 and addams family values have these amazing crazy dance scenes in the movie where they just come out of nowhere and this does come out of nowhere yo know? and it actually kind of fits the series uh, it fits it fits like you know what would wednesday would be dancing if she was part of the addams family
3: and we never saw wednesday christina Ritchie. Uh, I mean we saw her at one type of I mean this is back in the day with that old Adam's family we never saw if yeah. she would have went to school what would have happened right so this is a like, different age, it's a different yeah. age. Yeah. so it's, it's kind of it's, it's a different way to look at this uh, Adam's family family the Adam's yeah. family family
0: huh? but it was pretty uh, uh, hardcore that Eugene got slashed up man like like what uh, Brandon said earlier man like no one's safe in this fucking series man so that was pretty mm-hmm. fucking tough I didn't expect him to fucking get all fucked up
3: yeah, yeah. at first I thought for a split moment I thought maybe he wasn't going to get fucked up and what uh, she saw, you know, uh, uh, Wednesday, what she saw was maybe herself seeing Eugene like right away. Maybe she accidentally did something to Eugene and maybe she was going to take a step back to say, Oh, I'm causing this to Eugene. But then she, it wasn't her. It was actually the monster. And she was like a couple seconds late to rescuing Eugene. Right. So I do feel like the monster doesn't want to affect Wednesday. Right, you had the feeling that she's protected. I feel like it is. Sean, had, watch yourself, Sean. Don't you fucking spoil no, it? Don't you do that?
2: Uh, that's no. That that is an absolute. You, you see that in multiple episodes. Yes, you, do. you see it in the first episode when the monster attacks. You see that in this episode, but you don't. You you continue to ask yourself: Is what side? Number one, what side is the monster on? Or you know what what what's the purpose behind it? What is the purpose yeah. of the monster? Yeah. And then you, you have to say, okay, so the deeper she gets, the more people are getting hurt. And like most of the good shows out there, this show doesn't care who it kills, like Brandon said. It'll kill it. I mean, it'll kill fucking anyone on screen, off screen. You, you, you mention it. it'll And you'll know as the show progresses, it's heartbreaking because the, the characters that you think are safe are not safe. And it's yeah. it, it does get you uncomfortable. But, um, Let me just say, good, if they fucking Jamari. if they
1: if they hurt the the roommate, I
0: swear to God, I'm I'm quitting. Enid's my Enid's my home. <laughs> uh, what you do know is that what what you do know is that in the dance, she got the fucking what you call it the the uh, the psychic ability. She bumped into someone at that dance and got the psychic ability regarding to what happened to Eugene. So now we have a clue what's going on down on um, what's going to yeah. happen or what our thought process who might be it. You know, we don't yeah. know. But then you have all these people there showing up at Eugene's death. Uh, yeah, you know, it, friend, she also finds more uh, about Tyler. Him.
3: She most the Tyler's kind of, a uh, you know, he, he has a different side of him. I mean, she kind of liked it, but it was just also you see the difference between what Xavier and Tyler. So Tyler, I don't think he's as pure as he's paying off. He is. He's as nice as he is. I think there's a hidden. But
1: we side. get that we get that a little bit, though, with Xavier's story.
0: You know, like episode three he's screaming underneath the water like he's yes. in pain and shit, or he's releasing something. you know everyone has a dark secret someone you know it, that's what's so really good about it where you're watching it and it progresses into each until like the other episodes is that it makes you question every single person on this series. Yeah. something's
3: that happened to the mayor's son. I'm waiting for that oh, I seen it, really? but I'm overall i like, i I don't know i i I'm one episode above you, okay, so but all I know is that you got look at a different side of the mayor's son that he connected to. Edith. and that was nice to see. And then he was trying to backstep with what was happening, and he turned to do it to his buddies egoman, and he he completed the cherry vibe end of the you know the dance. Yeah,
0: yeah. But Ajax yeah. came to the rescue, man. Yeah. Leave them oh, yeah. alone. Yeah. And
2: see it. and. and- I will say that the ancillary characters are starting to become um, – uh, in my opinion, they're, start, they're starting to become just as important as the main characters. And I do love me a group, a group that comes – a motley crew of people yep. that didn't like each other at the beginning that kind of comes together to fight the forces of So what of you're darkness. saying is Stranger Things. Is that's-
1: stranger Things.
2: No, no, yes, I'm just saying the Nightshades, so the Nightshades, yeah. you know, well, you have kind of an undertone of the Nightshades. Yeah, they're not really Team Wednesday, but they understand kind of I mean it's just the way that it's shaking out is the show embraces odd couples, odd pairings, yeah. and I think that that that's a, a very interesting way to put an alliance together with people who, you know, you got a, a kid who can draw a shadow monsters, you got, you know, these that's Isaac or Xavier, right? We yeah. so can draw yeah. things that come out of the pages, and then you know, have we gotten to his paintings yet? I, I mean, we talked yeah. a little bit about it. No,
0: yeah, in the uh, shed episode three, you know, he, in the shed, you know, he was very secretive because he had these cuts on his neck and everything yeah. like that. So we didn't know if he, you know, if he is or not. But we still don't even know at that time. But like I what what Sean's saying they like you have this monthly Crew type of thing, they're all getting together, and what they're gonna do exactly with the band. you're gonna put their doctor feel goods fucking vibe out there and make a fucking great fucking soundtrack, you know, and that's what's gonna be happening hopefully in the next couple of episodes
3: so So what do you guys think about when uh Eugene and Wednesday went into the cave and they saw some chains there? And like you know, like almost like a
1: sacrifice, like the, man. Like the that's what it seems like, no,
3: I was saying, like the werewolf is trying to like lock himself up so he doesn't hurt anyone. I almost, And then you see later uh, when that car pulled up, when Eugene's at the 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 you know the cave by himself, it gets me the feeling as somebody's trying to hide the monster, also, right? It, that's what I started feeling like. So I started instantly started thinking like it was the sheriff and the sheriff's son, right? So yeah. I started pairing that up right away. But then you know it was kind of hard cuz the timeline didn't match up with Tyler at the the, well, the party and and it sort of it sort of introduces the
2: the idea of two people yes um two you know two people who are in league um, and I think that, that it really does have... It, a, you know, it, it under- is always like two challenge.
3: people in every horror movie. Come well, on, I mean, it's yo. like,
2: it's it's fucking that, what is it, Scream? Uh, it's, it's always two. It's, it's fucking always, never two. one. Yeah,
3: you guys just gave it away right now. I know there's two now. I know there's two. Damn it. You fucking, hey, Detective, no, I mean, you got it. Yeah, dude. you
2: fucking got it, bro. It was, I mean...
0: <laughs> I
1: Honestly, IMDb, I it was I obvious. IMDB has ruined it for me. I, I know who the bad guy is. Uh, oh, so do oh,
0: uh, So don't, oh, don't man, go on IMDB. Just don't do
3: it. I'm avoiding those episodes.
0: Yeah, do it. And that brings us to the end of our review. Now it's time in the podcast where each of the hosts provides a score on the following scale. Eddie, don't, don't read even look IMDb at IMDb and shit like
3: that. I only try to. I, I, I look at it for the names of the actors and the actors. That's how the, I found out. they playing. That's how I found out. <laughs> so I <I'll, laughs> saw I'll a I'll damn
0: character. He's just like actor killer. Yeah, damn! Maybe. I saw the character's name, man.
3: Yeah. So, uh, zero, the perfect show. You don't need shit to enjoy it. One, a feel first cocktail. Two, a happy buzz. Three, you're know, Uber or Lyft in home. Four, rough morning watch of shame. Five, blackout, shit face, spring break drunk. Gentlemen, let's start with, uh, for this episode, let's start with, I started last one, Jeremiah.
0: So, episode three, Um, I actually thought it was one of the funniest episodes of all episodes on the series. It was just a great introduction to. Uh not just one world, but two different worlds um putting Wednesday into this kind of a weird situation and seeing her adapting, actually getting more of a uh, uh of a understanding what the root evil is into this series, and it's kind of even more frightening on top of the monster. I thought it was fucking great, and I really enjoy like just her just being like this um kind of a menace type of person where she is going to use her uh opportunity to uh get like you know the best of the situation and just the last part of the ending where she blew up the statue was just fucking just pure like just i it's like if it Wednesday they didn't do that then it just wouldn't felt like it was gonna be like not the series i guess i don't know what but it was just fucking great and uh it, it was just like knowing that the series is going to this other direction and it felt right so um it's no fucking zero. It's no like, you know, one, but you know what? It, it, it's better than a 1.5. So I'm going to give it a 1.25 for me, guys. I thought this episode was really good for episode three.
1: Yeah. So I'll, I'll, let me, I'll take the next one. Um, so I, I was I was not disappointed in one and two. Uh, you know, go back and listen to that episode and you can hear my thoughts. But uh, I wasn't disappointed, but it, I wasn't hooked on it yet. And I think one of the reasons was to me, it seemed like there were so many different moving parts. And it was almost like trying to get everything in line. Which makes sense because it's only eight episodes. When you really think about it, eight one-hour episodes doesn't have a lot of time to develop characters and and plot. And so they really kind of, I think, shoved it all into episodes one and two, especially episode one, which hurt it a lot. I think that it raced through through things a little bit too quickly. Where three, we finally get a chance to to slow it down. And uh, like I was saying earlier, to me, three is a bridge from one and two where it's just information dump to now here's where our story is going. I think that it does a fantastic job of, of really kind of getting us the mystery and showing us that anybody and everybody is a suspect, but just like everybody's a suspect, anybody and everybody is a victim or a possible potential victim. And I think that's something really, really good. And it's something that, yes, it's not new, it's not groundbreaking, but what it does is it does give us uh, a good sense of, uh, of of what to expect for the coming episodes. Um, for me, the episode was was good until we get the apocalyptica nothing else matters, which to me is one of my favorite versions of any song ever made. Uh, And the fact that we have all those overlapping and that to me is, is, that's what cinema and film is, is it's a way to connect us through music and through visuals. And, and because of that, uh, that, that scene, that episode, uh, or that, that sequence in this episode really kind of shoved it up. I'm going to give it a 1.5. I don't think it is, brilliant but i think that three is a really really good episode so i'm giving it a 1.5
3: ed so the way i've seen uh episode three is it's very equal to episode two like i was already hooked um but i would if i have to say i mean brandon kind of saw what i was doing there it's a wave so episode one was at least and then episode two went up uh, drastically and then I want to say it tapered off between two and three for me personally, uh, but in a, in a high level. Um, but overall, I feel like episode three was it, it definitely grabbed you in. I felt like it was a little bit long on the pilgrim ish uh, vibes. Um, I enjoyed it at times. And then I also also felt like, OK, well, let's move on to the next stop of it. I, I kind of I I could yeah. almost guess what was about to happen. Uh, so it wasn't like it was something new to me. I just knew, like, oh, okay, like the, the pilgrims are bad guys, and this whole town is, uh, is sh- assholes. Um, but it still was cool to see to see the, the town itself, and then uh, how I didn't, you know, Adams is connected to the original Adams of the the town, and um, so this whole vibe. Oh, I, I love uh, Jenna Ortega with how she was playing the cello and how she's so far playing Wednesday Adams, and you get the vibe of. Uh, she's definitely diving more into her character and the the char- other characters, like how I think Sean was saying, you get more vibes of it. It's a big group project almost. Um, so I'm personally, I like the story that Brandon gave, but I'm not somebody that copies anyone. So I'm going to give this. <laughs> sorry, I'm not. Don't look at me that way, Sean. But I'm going to give this a one85 Personally, okay, 1.85, 1. I, I like. I it. think. I think it's. I think it's a little bit less than episode two. Personally, I think it went down yeah. just a little bit. Um, but then and then yeah, but yeah. Uh, Sean, finish
1: Sean, on. take us home.
2: Yeah, I, I I think this was a vast jump between episode two and episode three. I think we had a story jump. Like I said, um, all of a sudden we had uh, an idea that uh the story was progressing in a way away from the Adams family and toward a greater project, a greater, a a, a greater, a story arc. Um, It wasn't about Wednesday necessarily. It was about something that was happening. She was developing her powers. She's developing her powers with Goody Adams. It's, it's, it's kind of getting interesting. And she's got that, that, you know, we, we, we kind of didn't talk about it, but she's got that picture. Goody Adams kind of tells her she's the key. You've got a lot of things going on that I think are, are building blocks of stories that are making this about a greater thing than just an intricate family or interesting family that likes like macabre. And I think that that is uh, where the show is t- t- takes off. And I don't think it stops from there. The, the problem that I'm having is if you look back at episodes we've done in the past, like from stranger things, you know, the, the revelations on this show, are not as significant as the ones that are in, are in other shows. Well said. They're more subtle, they're slower, yeah. um, and I, I'm not sure that they can be judged on the same criteria, because this is season one and we're not invested in you know four years of characters. And I don't think that this show takes the same gravitas with Revelations. That doesn't mean that it's bad. It's just not as grand and and I think that you're missing out on those revelations. So for that, it's gonna it's gonna be kind of where you guys are putting it. I think it's a 1.25 for episode three. Um, it is a vast improvement on episode one and two, um, but it still does not quite get to that epic revelation. And perhaps it's because it, the show was dumped all at once. And and we talked about that. Too you know what?
1: Because- that's a really good point, Sean. I really, I honestly, that's that's yeah. something that I think. We talked about it before, but I think it hurts TV shows or, or you know, serial episodes when we have this gap in between, or, or when we don't have this gap in between because it doesn't get any buzz.
2: It didn't give you the time to talk about it, but yeah. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be quicker. I'm sorry, I don't mean to fill the air, but that's okay. Gomez. Um, a show that did a show that did this this perfectly, where they took music and they they combined all the storylines and they kind of left everything hanging was Smallville used to do that at the last episode of every, of every season. They used to play this like a a really great show, but they used to take a song and sometimes it was like a a classical song. Sometimes it was an 80s song. One of the best ones was um, precious by Depeche mode. And they wrapped up the entire season and left everything on a fucking cliffhanger. And it was this great, like this great moment. I feel like that's what they did with the cello scene. Where they're they're yeah. showing you all the character development, like they're kind of building up to the next episode, and so for that, I think they, they deserve some praise. But you know one point two five. So Ed, when you take those four scores and divide by four, what does that give episode three an average rating of?
3: It gives it a 1.4625. one point four six two five. One point four six two five.
2: Where does that put it on the list?
3: Well, it's number one so far, right okay. now. So.
0: But now let's uh, review Episode 4. Episode 4, okay. so.
2: Shall I go first? Sure. Last? We can go backwards, yeah. Okay, so uh, I found Episode 4 to be a, a delight in more than one way. Uh, all the progress that we made story-wise in Number 3, I feel like stepped aside for personal development in Number in number 4, and it was her personal development. She kind of was introduced to a more significant Uh, love triangle that she did not handle uh, necessarily well Um, cousin or or excuse me a thing really came through in the end and got her the date to the ball but I think that this at the end of the day was Ortega's shining episode she fucking killed it she danced the the visuals were beautiful her dress was perfect everything about the the finishing touch uh, to the, to the episode at the at the Raven Ball was just magic, and then you had the once again you had the cliffhanger of uh, what's his name Eugene Eugene and you know potentially getting you know destroyed and you have you you had kind of a in my opinion one one of if not the best episodes of the of of the series and if you could if you use this as a blueprint I think this is a great episode. Uh, pacing great episode great, great episode uh you know uh, uh, uh themes and timing and all, all of it so i'm going to give this a point five. i think this was one of the better if not the best episode of the series
3: nice eddie go for it uh uh so uh, sean said it quite beautiful uh this is a, a episode that I enjoyed watching, and I feel like you have to watch this episode twice to actually see little things that you might have missed. Um, it's, it's an episode that definitely moved the moved the whole show different than I was expecting, uh, and I'm okay with that. I actually really uh, was expecting something else, and I wasn't expecting this, and that's what I like about a show. I think it should hit you. If you start guessing what's about to happen, then it it starts throwing off the – the whole point of watching the show and it gets boring after a while. So this one definitely surprised me. Uh, I think it's okay for Wednesday to develop a little different side of what she usually shows. And it's still, she's still hard to it. So I like the idea of that. Like she doesn't like it, but she's still like, she, it's the whole idea of like, uh, you know, of a, of a teen drama show, but then she plays it really well. Like a teenager. That's just like, I don't want to do this, but I'm just still going to do it just because I, you know, I want to see who's the killer, but really is she just wants to go there. Cause she, you know, she wants to be light. She even talks about that a little bit. Like she wants to want it more and she, she doesn't have that feeling that, but she's starting to learn. I think her roommates are amazing. And her, the, the rest of the school is cool. Um, it starts, everyone's developing, uh, in this episode. And I think that shows a lot with every character development. Uh, you get more of Eugene, you get more of, uh, a little bit more of Tyler and then Xavier. Uh, it, it's it's a show that it definitely uh, bumped up a whole nother level to me. Uh, it's always episode four for some reason of all these yeah. great shows that uh, change the tides. Uh, for this one, I'm going to give a point seven five. I think for me, it's the best episode I've watched so far for Wednesday. I nice. really enjoyed Ch- Jenna Ortega in this episode. Yeah. Uh, I think it was think me. It
1: was me and then Jared. Uh, Brandon. Yeah. So, uh, I, I, you guys, you guys say it really, really well. Um, I still want very much to get on the Wednesday train. I'm still on the station a little bit. I got one foot on the station, one foot on the train, um, you know, in a little bit, but, uh, this episode really did a lot to make me kind of want to commit more to the show i think jenna ortega we've talked about her you know ad nauseum. we're going to continue talking about her because she's fucking brilliant she really is um i i completely understand what you guys are saying about her being okay showing her little bit of smirk and her little bit of of emotion because it's a different kind of emotion than what you know normal people normies would necessarily agree with Um, and i think that's one of the hardest parts about taking iconic character and making it relevant for a new time so i don't think that we can fault the show at all and i don't think we can definitely we can't fault jen ortega or tim burton or you know really the creators of this um for me I, i i am a traditionalist and i love the you know the deadpan only wednesday but at the same time i think what they're doing with this character is great i do like the mystery I think that there are there are too many questions uh still out there which I know is part of what mysteries are but for me there needs to be a little bit more direction uh, with some of these other characters uh so I'm looking forward for the next you know four episodes of the season for me it's a 1.15 I don't think it's quite 1 I don't think it's quite a 1.25 so I'm going to go with a 1.15 just to make our reading just a little bit more fun and and J- piss Jeremy off a little bit so uh Jer, what you got <laughs>
0: 1.15, 1.15. Yo. You're so clever sometimes, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Clever's a heart attack. <laughs> oh, my
0: gosh. Yo. yo, so this is what I'm going to say about this, yo, is that, um, you know, when we talk about, like, certain, like, TV shows and movie stars or movies that we just see a person that, you know, okay, that person became a, a, a superstar and whatnot, and dude, she she literally fucking took this series and made it her own that dance sequence is seriously going to go on for a very long time. I think that made her a fucking star, dude. Same what it is. She is now Wednesday forever now. Simple as that, dude. And seriously, this episode was fucking fantastic, man, because it was very dark. It leaves you in a, like, you know, Empire Strikes Back type of vibe where, like, okay, the bad people won again. And guess what? We have no idea what's going to happen. And I love fucking things like that. And when you watch this episode again, you'll see clues regarding to how we're setting up for the next episode. And I love shit like that because I like watching things over again and seeing something new all the time. This is probably one of the best episodes of the series. And you know what? This changed the series for me personally. Where I'm like, okay. I'm fucking loving this fucking series now. And that's just how I felt after I watched this episode. So this is easily for me, a 0.25 because it is almost great because it did something that I not expected. I didn't, I was just watching the series, you know, but now I'm like, okay, I really want more of the series. Oh, yeah, I after wait.
2: this, after this episode, weren't you at work going, I, I kind of want to go home and watch the show. Like, exactly.
0: I, wanna, oh. <laughs> I, you know, I hate binge, I hate binge watching shit. You know, I was like, I can't wait to see the next fucking episode. That's how I felt. So.
2: All right. When you combine those scores and divide by four, Eddie, what is Wednesday? Episode four gives an average rating of?
3: Okay. So I have a point six, six, two, five. Yep. Point six, six, two, five. So episode
2: four gets a point six, six, two, five, which is obviously the first on our list, followed by episode three, followed by episode two, followed by episode one. So I think we're, we're in reverse order as far as uh, our liking of the episodes go. Um, you know, I think, uh, Jeremy, what do we have next week? A Wednesday uh, release? Or is that, is that what we're doing? Wednesday release?
0: Last, yeah, so uh, you, episode five and six. Yeah, so episode five and six. So uh, um, we're releasing them on every Wednesday uh, this month. And normally in the future, we will be releasing our TV shows on Wednesdays because you know what? We really want to give so much for you. Two episodes per week, if possible. But you know what? We just love you that much.
1: Brandon, have you watched <laughs> episode five? No, I have not. I'm going in order like we're uh, we're recording.
2: Okay, so episode, I will say episode five has a little bit of a different twist on it. <sighs> it departs from the
3: this point, yeah. I just want to see what de- everyone
2: says. <laughs> it departs from the story. The, the
3: it Eddie departs from, a from the general storyline
2: and kind of does something different. So um I, I will say that I really I, I am looking forward to episode five. But uh, if yes, you guys sure. want to reach out to us, if the audience wants to reach out and tell us how good or bad we're doing um, we invite you to do so at host, hosts um, h o s t s <laughs> hosts at the dot um, You can check out our our uh, our Instagram at the dot means a lot. Um, we'd like that you to subscribe and leave us five star reviews on iTunes. Written reviews really are important, and as are consistent or as is consistent with this um, show in season four as we get into that. Uh, we're going to ask you share the episode with at least 10 people that you know uh, that really help us grow. Uh, anyone who, who likes this, this show, anyone who wants to uh, contribute to, to our, our discussion, we please, we, we invite your comments. We invite your, your questions. You, you can back on Brandon all you want. Please um, do. Or me. or me. Or so. me.
0: <laughs> Not me. I'm too t- sensitive. Yeah. Uh,
2: anyway, so with that, we'll see you uh, next Wednesday. For episode uh, five and six, five and six. We're looking forward to that, and then we'll finish it out with we'll one more episode after that with episode seven and the finale number eight. And uh, with that, I think we're we're good to go, gentlemen. Do you want anyone have any more to add?
0: I don't know, man, but you sound like a robotic, you know, <laughs> fucking like weird. you know, Terminator and that shit like that. Weird. Are you okay, man? Optimus Prime here. Your for... fucking voice changed, by the way. Uh, if f- folks, uh, we have some internet issues, and that's why Sean sounded like really, you know, all he like you know, badass to me. To <laughs> Optimus, up Optimus Prime. Prime.
2: There are more things we have in common.
0: Than <laughs> yeah, <we> have. That's, <laughs> what that's
2: what it was. <laughs> hey, that that new. I will say the new. Um, I'm really looking forward to the new. Transformers movie, uh, the Beast Wars, because Beast Wars was how I got involved.
3: About time yeah. they do that. About time they do the animals. So, yeah, yeah. Nine Optimus films Prima. later on. <laughs>
2: Jeez. Super excited about that. Anyway, cheers, gentlemen, and we will see cheers. you next Wednesday. Cheers, cheers. I King. Think those are best episodes. We didn't talk yeah,
3: about. That yeah, was Cox. okay. Oh, we did break. not.
1: Oh, oh. You know what? I think we've we've moved on. Are oh, we doing Succession? So have... I mean, are we supposed and to be talking about Brian Cox now? That we show should.
2: is fucking. Great.